Hashtag SAFMBTH. Well, we revisit a conversation that we had hoped to have on Tuesday with Professor Anne Krobler, who's the project manager of the South African Vaccine Platform for the Infectious Diseases Initiative at the Northwest University. So as experts have warned uh, that changing weather patterns will cause tuberculosis, a TB, to spread faster. Uh, we hear from Professor Anne Krobler about how a homegrown vaccine will be helpful in the battle against um, TB. Recently, researchers from the Walter Sisulu and Northwest Universities conducted three different immunogenicity uh, studies in two animal models where the vaccine showed 100% protection. Professor Hrobler is now joining us on the line. Professor Hrobler, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Uh, good afternoon, Aldrin. Thank you for uh, hosting me. Thank you. Yes, and I'm 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 really happy that you agreed to come back. And apologies once again, Professor, uh, for what happened on Tuesday. That's absolutely fine. Some things on with outside of your control. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but some things are within our control, and science is showing us that. Um, speak to us quickly, Professor. First of all, starting off with the link between. Um, the fastest spread of TB linked to um, changing weather patterns as well as climate change? Um, okay, so first of all, uh, what is the link between climate change and, and tuberculosis spread? So usually, okay, with climate change, we expect severe weather patterns changes or change, severe changes in weather patterns. Um, such as floods, um, and this will lead to uh, peep changes in people, people's distribution globally. It may also lead to people uh, co concentrating in camps or in um, temporary shelters, and in such conditions the spread of TB is enhanced. And we know that from our own country where we know that uh, where you have high population density and poor ventilation, the spread of TB is, of course, enhanced because spread is through droplet distribution in the air. So it's an airborne disease. So it's very difficult to combat that if you don't have proper vent ventilation. And so any situation where you do not have proper ventilation, proper nutrition, proper water supply, and the spread of TB will be enhanced. And all of this, of course, also if you look at um, South Africa's current inequality as well, plays quite a yes. great role. Um, yes. And, and when we look at, for instance, the SDG goals around um, access, universal access to healthcare, but then in also ensuring that you deal with the diseases and viruses of this kind, how far are we when it comes to TB? Okay, so that's, um, I mean, you know, uh, this is very difficult to answer because we, we actually don't know. There's quite a lot of surveys being done and have been done, um, but with, there's also been increases in drug resistance in specifically for tuberculosis. So there's been increases in different strains of tuberculosis. There's also been a re-emergence of zoonotic tuberculosis, which really is transferred from animals, uh, from a str strains that's not usually 
present in humans. So I think there are a number of factors impacting. And of course, um, this is another fact. Uh, the closer you have animals and humans together, which happens in disaster areas and emergency area uh, time periods, um, the more you will see the increase in zoonotic tuberculosis. And this research um, that has been conducted between the University of Walter Susulu as well as the Northwest University, yes. what has it found? Okay, so, um, you know, this we've actually started working with a DNA-based vaccine. It's a DNA-based RNA-launched vaccine. And the reason for going back to DNA um, as, as a basis is because it's not temperature sensitive. So you don't have that strong requirement of a cold chain. You don't have to keep this vaccine. It's a very stable vaccine. Um, it's cheap to manufacture or relatively cheap to manufacture compared to mRNA vaccines. Um, and this is a novel um, platform, vaccine platform that was donated uh, by a German scientist to these two universities for use uh, in developing a TB vaccine. So this is actually quite um, amazing and special, you know, that we have somebody that donated something for us to uh, develop a vaccine in, in South Africa for our conditions, in, in fact, in Africa for our conditions. So other than it's not an mRNA vaccine, it's a DNA-based RNA-launched vaccine. So the DNA, the vaccine comes in the form of a DNA vaccine, and it is uh, reformed in the body into an mRNA vaccine, which then is actually marrying the benefits of both vaccine types into one vaccine. And that's really why it's absolutely novel. And now the next phase, of course, is with the with the human trials. Um, how far are you with the application and what has Safra said? Okay, so we are also, um, so we are discussing with a group that we do a non-human primate study as well, immunogenicity study in non-human primates, which is closer to humans than rodents. So we feel that if we do a non-human primate model, uh, study, then you'd show absolute safety, uh, since this is a first-in-man um, vaccine of this type. So I think the, the first study that we'll now do is a non-human primate study. There are some specific primates that's very close to humans and, and that are used uh, regularly and conventionally in uh, drug development. And so we'll use that as an homologous model and then continue on to humans. So I think that will also satisfy um, some of the requirements of Salpra. Yeah, and once you do get those positive results uh, from the human trial this is now specifically, yeah. how will that make this vaccine different to BCG? Okay, so um, yeah, BCG, you know, is an attenuated live bacteria um, of, of tuberculosis, the, actually of the organism causing tuberculosis. It's just a, an attenuated form. So, 
you know, it's been, it's over a hundred years old. It cannot be used in adults. It cannot be re-administered as a boost. So it's got so many disadvantages. And it's been shown that in certain regions, geographical regions, the effectivity even in children is low. So we do need to replace that. Um, and I think this is the ideal candidate to replace that. Um, and you know, it's very seldom. So there is some. Other, so there, there is another uh, vaccine under development, the tuberculosis vaccine, called M72, and that is also a combination vaccine uh, with um, combining some of the conventional uh, approaches to vaccination. Um, it's it's been shown to be 50% effective in in rodent studies, in animal studies. So, you know, if you if you have 100% protection, then we have to be better than that one. Yeah, most certainly. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with the further research, <laughs> Professor Hrobla. And please okay. do give us an update as well how um, how your trials are going. Professor N. Hrobla, the project manager of the South African Vaccine Platform for Infectious Diseases Initiative at the Northwest University.